Hey everybody, happy new year. I hope that you guys, oops, let me put these in. I hope that you guys had a happy New Year's Eve. And I hope that um, you guys are getting ready to make good on those New Year's resolutions that I am sure you are um, gonna implement. I know I have some New Year's resolutions. And I am going to be really working hard to um, see that those New Year's resolutions come to fruition. And, um, you know, looking back at 2014, ooh, my special guest said, Wes Murphy, who is joining us, he wants me to send him a link to this chat right now on um, Gmail. So let me do that right now. Um, Wes, the link, join me. Okay. All right. So I sent Wes Murphy, who has been doing some collaborations with me for um, the last couple weeks, a link to our live hangout. And um, I'm also going to send it to the folks on our private. Beyond Black and White Google page because um, the folks there like to like to join us. Join us. Yeah. Okay. I've got four viewers already. <laughs> Hello, hello all of you guys. Okay, so a couple of announcements before we get into the meat of the conversation. Um, 2015, we are going to have our first Beyond Black and White meetup, um, hangover style, in Las Vegas because um, a long time fan and um, guest blogger for Beyond Black and White is going to get married in <coughs> Vegas. Hello, Penny. Hi. Um, and hi, Michael. Um, long time, long time um, blogger and fan is going to get married in Vegas. And I'm going out there. It's going to be like hangover style. We're going to go to his wedding and I don't know. I mean, there's, I'm actually really kind of excited at all of the 
the people who said that they're gonna join us. So I'm like, whoa, this is like, this is good. I'm excited. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kimmy. Are you guys coming on um, to Las Vegas? Ah, when exactly is it? Well, we are. I will be out there from the sixth through the um the the sixth through the ninth. Hi, Daniel. How you doing? Well, hi, Crystal. How are you? I'm good. Oh, I got a I got a a call here. Um, somebody needs a link to the Hangout. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Possibly. I'm not going to say yes or no right now. Possibly, but that sounds like a lot of fun because I've never been to Vegas before. You know, honestly, like, so. I I do not gamble. I don't. I don't I gamble. don't either. But there's lots of things. There's lots of things um, in Las Vegas that you can do if you don't want to gamble. Like, you know, um, they, uh, hold on a second. Let me get, um, Jeff, actually, the guy who we're going to see in Las Vegas just messaged me now, so I need to tell him that um, the link is on our private page. I think it'd be a blast to go. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know, and it just be, would be so good to, like, See all the people that um, we've been, you know, talking with and like making friends with to finally like get together and um, hang out. Yeah. So you say it's going to be in June? No, July. It's July. I'm going to be there from the 6th through the 9th. And I believe Jeff's wedding is on the 7th. So I'm coming there a day ahead because um, I, you know, I, I want to uh, get myself settled in. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that if we've got this many people who are excited about going, I think that we need to try to organize some kind of, um, you know, outings. Like there's a ton of stuff to do out there. There's like a gigantic roller coaster that's like a hundred feet up in the air. I don't know about that. <laughs> Too scared of roller coasters. I've seen Final Destination. No, no. That fits in great with my trip out west, anyways. So. Yeah. So you're gonna come, Michael? Let's see if I can dig away from the family after the fourth. So. Okay. Well, that's what I, that's that, that's a that's a nice thing is that it is, you know, after the fourth of July and um you know it's summer vacation. Usually, like my kids are going to be off, and um so I'm excited. I'm excited to come. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can make it happen. Go from here, New York to Seattle to Vegas. I think I, I think I can do that. Yeah. So you're in New York right now. Yes. Okay, Kimmy, where are you? I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. Ah, okay. So um, um, so you're like in the middle. So maybe it's like what a two three hour flight. I don't know. I've never flown before, so um, that's kind of scary in itself, too. But um, that's sounding really nice to me. I, I don't have a definite answer now, but keep checking for me on Beyond Black and White. I'm proud. I'll put something up. Okay. <laughs> and, and Daniel, Daniel is our college student, and um, he just has a special place in my heart. 
Hi, Daniel. Are you going to try to come? I'm going to really try. I'm, I'm I probably won't, but Aww. I am Where's Daniel? That's why. Well, you know, I know that it's it's tough because you're you know a college student, and I remember when I was a college student, and you know I was happy to get two hundred dollars on my meal card because I was like, yes, I'm gonna be able to eat. <laughs> well, thanks for understanding. Yeah. Right, you know, if I had the money, I would go. I know, I know, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, um, we'll, we'll toast to you. If we can't, like, you know, if we can't all, like, figure out how we can get you there, we'll, we'll definitely, um, have you in, in our minds. Thanks. Uh, Daniel, where are you? What part of the country? Louisiana. Uh, I'll be in New Orleans in May. Awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I don't know. If, if like everybody who can make it should make it. You know, like it's just, it's fun. Las Vegas. One thing that people don't realize is that um, in in Vegas, like the 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 once you get there, like the meals and stuff are cheap. The the rooms are relatively cheap. They want you to spend your money gambling, so they make it more appealing. So if you're not into gambling, then you can kind of have a good um, a good time because things are relatively cheap because they they're banking on people going there to gamble. I totally am just not interested. Are you Hi, serious? Oliver. Yeah. I'll spend they, maybe four quarters in I mean, I mean, they they purposely lower the prices on Foods and hotel rooms just to make you spend more money on gambling. Yes, I did not know that. Yes, yes. I mean, you can get a cheap room that's nice, you know, um, relatively. Um, Hi, Jeff. We're talking about we're talking about Vegas. Okay, so listen, guys. I need you guys to help me out here. I'm on a campus call. Talk to me afterwards, okay? I need for everybody to turn down whatever, you know, um, outside noise. Like, if you guys have my YouTube channel going at the same time, please close out of it. If you guys have other, um, like, television or radio or something on, if you guys can shut it off because the feedback makes it really I'm going to close out okay? Because I want to, I want, I want us to all be able to like, you know, hear each other and listen to each other. <coughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, Evening. Jeff. Hey. Jeff, we were just, we we're just talking about you. We we're talking about the big trip. I'm so excited. What I'm excited too. Yay! I'm like, I can't. Can you believe there's so many people who are like, I'm going, I'm coming. It's gonna be quite the event. Cool. I'm very excited. Casey. Hi, Casey. Say hi to me. I know you're on. Casey, say hi. <laughs> Casey doesn't want to say hi. Say, Casey, I have to do... Okay, I'm going to give... Oh, Wes, hello. Hey, what we made it, Crystal. Sorry about the technical difficulty there. That's okay. You look very handsome. I wanted to be ready for you tonight, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> so, okay, so what is a, okay, tell us a little bit about what you do. Where are you? You're close to me, and I think we're going to try to get to see each other soon. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about, about where you are and what you're doing. Uh, currently, like today. Today. Yeah. yeah, one of my, I do a lot of hosting. Ultimately, I want to do interviews more full time. And uh, I work for the greatest car company uh, on the earth that's Honda. And I go and I do a scripted presentation for them. And through this process, it's taken me to San Diego, which is about, what, 40 minutes from you? Yes, very close. I'm right on the border. And we're probably, as I understand, going to. Uh, link up and and do something because yeah. we share so many uh, common interests. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm really excited because I know you live in Santa Monica normally, and I hate Santa Monica traffic so much. It's not even just Santa; it's LA traffic. I hate LA traffic. It's horrible. So I was really excited because now I don't have to deal with. LA traffic because you are on my neck of the woods and I can just shoot down to the 15 and we can go hang out. Yeah, that what sounds easy. And am I seeing some of the swirlers? Are these some of the yes. swirlers right here? Yes, yes. I mean, we've got a full house tonight. We've got right. a ton of people here. I can tell. Happy to be on the call. Yeah. And so, um, we were just while you were while you were trying to figure out how you're gonna get on. Um, we were talking yeah. about Las Vegas. You know, I've been trying to get you to come. Um, it's gonna be fun. Um, we're 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 excited for that. So we're just we're kind of talking about that. But I want to uh, just dive in. Okay, who's talking? Shush. Shush. <laughs> I want to dive in and talk to you, Wes, because you did something really cool. You did a video of your first date with a girl that you met online. That was so brave. Wow. <laughs> it's it's actually hard because uh, I was so open, and I see things that I did that I liked. I see things I didn't like. I'm like, oh, how could I have done that? Uh, but, yeah, we filmed a date, and part of it was because I was home in Tennessee, and you said, show me some East Tennessee one of uh, my warriors said, uh, Wes, why don't you go on a date? Because I do my channels all about interracial dating. So I went on a date. I got on OkCupid, and I filmed the whole thing, Crystal. Mm -hmm. You and I, I and I, I find that that's so. So the girl who you who you connected with, she was okay with you filming the entire date. She seemed like a really good sport. I sent her a, I sent her a message uh, on I looked I'm in East Tennessee and I thought okay now we get we want to do this date uh, what uh, who do I know nobody so I got on OkCupid and I reached out to two people <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, this and I had my fingers crossed but I didn't expect to actually get to do it and I basically said I have a YouTube channel I said I want to film this date with you I said even if I if I wasn't filming the date, I would want to go on a date with you because she just presented herself and she's super attractive. She seemed she had a lot of good qualities and uh, yeah, so she was up for it. I yeah. sent her a YouTube channel, which hopefully says I'm not crazy. <laughs> a little bit, but not totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least safe. Yeah. If nothing else, yeah. Right, and so she said yes. And you guys did a whole 
day together. And what I liked about your date was it wasn't anything that was super extravagant. Like, you did the whole, let's go have coffee, and, okay, we, you know, can have a conversation, and we, we like each other, so then let's progress. And you had this sort of plan of a progressive date, which I thought was... Um, was really cool, and so it ended at the you know the, you know I don't know was it midday when you started, and it was nighttime by the time you guys ended your date. And it breaks all of my date rules because, uh, from what I understand, any your your listeners probably know I've had a lot of trouble in this area, and that's why I focus on it, and I've come a long way. We're not we're not we're not comfortable yet, uh, but normally I like a first date just to be a couple hours. Right, um, mm -hmm. maybe a couple locations. Don't stay at the coffee place the whole time. Move around a little bit and and end it. And um, mm -hmm. but due to the nature of filming and camera stuff and whatnot, uh, it it took a while. And uh, we were both tired at, by the end of it. But we started we started uh, at Starbucks. I paid, and I suggested we go to Starbucks based on your suggestion because you said, Wes, you're paying for time, not coffee. You're paying for location. Right. Uh, we we went indoor rock climbing. We went on a walk in one I of the most that. areas in my hometown, and then we ended up with uh, grabbing dinner. And you really liked this girl, and you were contemplating how you were going to make this work because you were in Tennessee in your hometown, but you actually live in California, in my state. So you ended the date with asking a question. What was that question? I, I think I said, like, you've got to be concerned about the distance. And mm -hmm. she said, yeah, very much so. I am. And, and she kind of laughed about it, which said to me, she'd been thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know that's one of the things we're, we're going to dive in today about uh, how to successfully navigate a relationship with distance. Yeah? Yes. Okay. You know, how do you do that? How do you make that work? And, you know, here's the thing. We have so many ways that we can stay in touch, right? I mean, we've got this right here, the live Google Hangouts. We've got instant messaging. We've got FaceTime. We've got Skype. We've got all of these ways to connect with each other and it's entirely possible to have a successful long distance relationship. Um, I want to give a shout out to Oliver Easterday just really quick because this is the first time he's joined us for a hangout but he's been kind of following me and talking to me for probably a year now so I just want to give a shout out. Oliver, I see you. I see here you said agreed. I saw them as a fun activity shared takes the pressure off. Yeah. So basically what you did, Wes, with the coffee and with rock climbing and, you know, all of that stuff, you really, um, you focused on activities where you guys could really just get to know each other. And um, I think that that's, I think that you did, you did really well there. And um, I, I can tell she kind of, she was into you. I thought she was. I really thought she was into you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I've got three thoughts coming to mind. One, uh, th that can be the benefit of a, of a distance thing because 
uh, or, or could, because you have to focus on getting to know each other in the physical element. Yes. Uh, which, which you ladies who can't control yourselves. Uh, <laughs> the, the, removing the physical element. <laughs> hey, Kimmy. Remove, <laughs> removing the physical element is good because you have to get to know each other as people first. Exactly. And um, yeah, look, I after this date. I thought, oh my goodness, I thought about names for our kids. I thought about Lennox and Miguel. I imagined, <laughs> I imagined playing with her dog and, and like I had this big expe expectation that it was we, we were about to continue. Now it's been a week. It's only been like a week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like 10 days since the date, seven days since I posted it. And I know the video is not about how to deal with rejection. <clears throat> In a sense, I was rejected, but I felt a ton of chemistry on the date. I, did, I think a lot of people, you know, I was puzzled because I was like, could this be the, you know, the Miss West Murphy? Really? I mean, really? Yeah, it was like, you, it was you don't like, want to see the video. <laughs> no, on, on one you guys, hand. If you just haven't like, seen the video, you need to see the video of their date. Their date went really well. Okay, Crystal, and on one hand, I say to myself, you know, look, I've went out with women before, and if and and I've and, and women have been super connected, and, and I didn't return that, and um and and I get, I understand that uh, that that could be the same. Like I feel super connected to her, she may not feel the same. And friends of mine said, Wes, it's just a date, and I said, but look, don't you know when someone sings on American Idol? In two seconds, you know, you know that they're a good singer. I like, I felt that connection with her. Mm -hmm. Part of it, though, is uh, I'm dealing with other things, so I understand that there's some rackets that could be going into my focus on her, and I have to put that out. Right. So, so, um, and just and this is a quick reminder, you guys, to just keep the the call going well. If you guys can minimize whatever outside noise that you guys have, so that we could all um, um, just focus on each other, that would be really, really good. I don't know who's. Um, I hear feedback, but I don't know whose it is. So um, I'm convinced it's not me. Last week, I think it was me. <laughs> I was I telling people, "Shut up!" and it was me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, Wes, I wanted to talk to you about um, just in general long distance relationships because you asked the question, like, how does that, how would that work? Um, just in general. And so I get that question a lot from people who write me. They're like, you know, I met this guy, he's, you know, I'm in the islands and he's in the UK or, you know, he's in the United States. And I'm in, you know, London or whatever. How can we make this? Or it could just be I'm in California and he's in New York. And so, how do you make it work? And um, or can you make it work? And my answer is absolutely. You can make it work. But both parties have to be committed to making it work. Now, um, 
with all of the technology, there's really no excuse. I mean, you've got you can literally see the person. It's like the Jetsons. I, I know I'm dating myself, but who watched the Jetsons? Like, raise your hand. <laughs> who watched the Jetsons? <laughs> and they're like, they saw a little TV. They're like, ooh, I have a call, and it's so and so, and I can see them on the TV. And like, literally, that it has come to pass. Like, you can. I'm speaking to all of you. You guys are all across different parts of the United States, and we're all hanging out at the same time. So it's totally possible to make those connections, and I'm making friends with amazing people, but I'm still here in Temecula, and you're, you know, in Louisiana, and you're in San Diego, and you're in uh, Michigan, and you're in, you know what I'm saying? So like there's those connections are possible but I think that both parties really need to be committed to um making it work. And so here's a couple things that I would recommend. Wes, I don't know if things are going to progress with with this young lady. Um but in general, I think that um because you are sort of becoming a public figure, you've got your YouTube channel, I know that there are women who are interested in you that don't necessarily live nearby. <laughs> There's a lot of women that I know are interested in you that don't necessarily live nearby. Um, but if there's somebody that you're interested in, you know, what I would do is utilize all the technology available. So the first, first and foremost is make a date like just because you guys don't live in the same area doesn't mean that you can't make a date you can have a Skype date you know and it's like okay we're gonna watch you know the Walking Dead together you know and this is our date we're gonna watch it we're gonna pop popcorn and we're gonna talk and you know we're gonna have this you know communal date where we're together right and I'm then I'm sorry. I so I, I'm hearing you say, Crystalline, that uh, uh, there's a lot of reasons not to date someone or to break up, and you're saying distance isn't one of them. And no. and actually, like, get on a Skype call, like I am with you. Yep. And and do a date with this person. So exactly. if Whitney and I mm -hmm. uh, decide to, to to meet up again, I could be like, hey, we have a Skype date, and we're going to be exactly. watching Walking Dead. Okay. Exactly. We're watching. We're, we're watching Walking Dead, or we're watching like you know. Okay, you like you know old movies. We're gonna watch Casablanca or something. We're gonna watch it together, and we're gonna talk, and we're gonna you know. And it's not even just that. Like if you guys want to get naughty and make out, I mean, there's lots of ways virtually <laughs> that you can express your affection for. Yes. I know, I know that um, like little video clips being sent and stuff have been really cool and what's going on with me right now. And where you know, are you? Wait, wait, who's speaking? Michael. Okay, where are you? Okay, yeah. Okay, so I, I just want to. I'm, I'm clicking on you so I can actually see you. So video clips are working for you? Yeah, you know, we send little video clips and in, in text messages and stuff, and you know, skyping, of course, has been huge. Yeah. Um, there's no reason that it, that you can't make it work though. Exactly. I mean, there's, and and if both if both parties are really committed to making it work, it can work. 
And here's another thing that I think that can help with long distance relationships. Make a date to meet. Don't let it be indefinite. Like, you know, if you guys are both working or whatever, make a date, work together, put pull your money and your finances or whatever and make a date to meet and have that to look forward to. Because then it's not just, I mean, you're sort of building up, you know, this tension of meeting a person, but then um, if it's not going anywhere, it's, it's frustrating. And it could cause some, um, some tension. It might even cause some fights. You're just like, wow, we're doing all this Skype dating and we're doing this t text message and everything, but when is it actually, when am I going to actually be able to touch you and feel you and kiss you and, and love you. And can that I ask can a be question? Sure. Who's speaking? Where um this is this is Kimmy. Hey y'all. Hi Kimmy. Hey. Um for people that are in long distance relationships, pretty much they have their life in their city and then the other person that they're talking to, they have their life in their that city, how do you go from, you know, meeting to, to really liking each other? Where do you go from there? You know, it's you know, it's how do you, you know, put your lives together and you're so far away? Well, I, I mean, honestly, if you guys are, are talking about making this a long term, like you guys are thinking, okay, we're going to get married, then that's going to be a discussion that you guys are going to, to have to have. Like, for me, if it were me, and I was dating somebody long distance, I would be like, okay, so what, do you've got, what have you got going on in this state? Oh, you're like the CEO of, you know, the, the widget company there? Okay, I'm going to pick up my stuff and I'm going to move over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like I guess you know, but but that's from that's me because I'm a traditional person and I'm you know I'm like cool being the housewife and you know having your like four or five kids, you know. That, but that's me. So you know, but there's other people who are like I've got my thing going, and so I think that um, there has to be some sort of compromise, and so I think that if you are career-minded, then there has to be some compromise that um, you guys both will be able to be fulfilled, you know. Somebody's got to make the sacrifice. It may be one or both. Maybe you guys both decide to just pick up and go someplace new, or one person goes where the other person is, or the other person goes by the other person. Either way, something is going to have to happen eventually. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I mean, I've, I've been married for 13 years, and um, we had a long-distance relationship. We saw it, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, super far away, but we lived in different cities, and we could only see each other every other week. And um, one of us, like, as the relationship progressed, we had to make a decision on, um, you know, what was going to happen next. Um, this was 
after September 11th, so a lot of people got laid off, and my husband was one of those people. So it was pretty easy. I wasn't laid off at the time. He was. He came. He came to see. Me. He came on my way. You know. <coughs> so um, I think that when you're ready to be serious, you guys have to make those those decisions. But and you know, as as far as trying to really make the relationship work, make a plan to see each other physically. Otherwise, you're going to get so frustrated emotionally, physically, sexually, it's going to be, you know, there's got to be some release at some point. When we talk about sexually, another thing, be clear on what the perimeters are before you guys meet. You know, if you guys are going to get together and it's going to be on, <laughs> and that's okay, then that, that that needs to be, or if you have somebody who's like, you know what, I um, would rather wait until X, Y, Z, then like those those expectations need to be clear, I think, before you you meet in person. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Because there's nothing, there's nothing worse than... You know, going there. I mean, I could just see a guy be like, "Yes, on." <laughs> Let me go to CVS and get my condoms. And she's like, "Wait, I'm, you know, um, that could be awkward, <laughs> right?" <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so I think that it's 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 good to be on the same the same page, right? The same page in terms of like what the expectations are if you guys meet. I mean, if you guys are not going to meet in the same place, then make sure that, you know, you got another separate place to meet or whatever. If You, you know, like, I, I'm cool with whatever. You just need to make sure that you guys, it's clear what the expectations are on both, on both parties. Definitely. So what? I have another question. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, can we go ahead? You well, got a question? Go. One more thing I want to mention. So, even though Skype and, you know, texting and stuff like that is definitely, it it definitely can create a bond and a connection, do you really think that it can take the place of physical quality time with a person, like dates and stuff like that on a regular basis, really getting that connection? Um, you know, I would say yes, because... I would say even more so, and here's why, because you get to know the person from the inside out. You're forced to get to know that person from the inside and not be preoccupied with all of this other sexual stuff. Oh, he's a great kisser, never mind that he can't hold a conversation. You know? <laughs> That makes so much sense. Yeah, Thank it you. really does. Yeah, or it's like, oh, it she really has does. sexy lips. I don't care if she's dumb. You know? wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you, I, I think in some ways, um, the connection is. I didn't know we could type. Awesome. Yes, Wes, we can talk. Uh, type. Just put uh, that out there. Yeah. yeah. So I think that the the um, connection can somehow, in some ways, be deeper because you're forced to get to know that person's 
personality. You cannot touch them. You can't make out with them. You can't have sex with them. That that gratification is delayed, and then sometimes it can actually increase the attraction and chemistry that once you guys do get together because it's something that's so anticipated and in this day and age where everything is so instant to have that delay is so sweet sometimes, right? That makes Wes, a lot of sense. Wes, what do you think? I, I couldn't agree more. I, I mean one thing um, from a guy's perspective uh, when you see the girl in person, my mind can go from getting. I've t I told you this in our last video. My mind can go from who is this person to oh my god, just sexual thinking and thoughts, and mm -hmm. um, a, a degree of separation can force you to connect with the other person's soul and brain and values, mm -hmm. and, and leave all of that stuff out of it initially. Yes. Yes. And then when you come together, you have all of that, you know, it's kind of like you've got that reserve of knowing that you like this person on the inside. And then when you meet in person, not only do you have that reserve, you also now have the physical connection and the anticipation. Crystal, we haven't met. I've seen your videos, and we've done two uh, Google Hangouts now. When we do meet, I actually feel as if I know you. Exactly. You know? You're going to hug me. I know you are. You uh, are I'm going in for the hug, not an A-frame <laughs> hug. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it kind of reminded me of that Sandra Bullock movie from a long time ago when um, I forgot she was an FBI agent and she was like plain looking and then she was like really looking really cute and the guy was like ooh you know kind of cute he's like you wanna hug me you wanna kiss me oh okay anyway moving on <laughs> I will let you hug me Wes that will be allowed Okay, uh, listen, you're yes, a married yes, woman. Yes. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Y'all are funny. Um, I have a question about that. Do you have a question? Yes. Okay. Are you yes, saying... Daniel. Hold on. Testing, testing. Okay, it's good. My question is, is this. So you're saying it, it's better to also... See her first online, and then see her in person to make the connection bigger. I think that it can be, I, because what happens is this mode of communication demands that your personality take a front seat over your physical attractiveness. Like you can be physically attractive, but if I can't touch you and I can't feel you, but then we have to make some sort of other connection. We have to adapt because that's what it is. Human beings are very good at adapting. We're adapting to this mode of communication. And so now I have to connect with you on intimately on another level. Does that make sense? That's very helpful. 
because I just started online dating and it's going great. So yeah, that's good to know. And also yeah. what Wes just said, like if you were to meet you in person, it would be great. Like for in my case, I would be thrilled because I've already been talking to you with all these Google Hangout chats. Me and you would, would be like being a celebrity because you're you know yourself, you're full of wisdom. Aww. That's true. <laughs> Daniel loves me. I love you, Daniel. You're so, so yeah. sweet. So that, yeah, and so this particular situation, this will be like a fan coming to his idol or his, you know, <laughs> still his favorite celeb. Aww. <laughs> this is sweet. Mm. Okay. All right. So, Wes, I want to I wanna go back to your date because you mentioned that there were a couple there were a couple tactics that you used to try to inspire attraction. And so I think this is really important for the guys to hear okay. because um, it, that can be confusing. So I want to hear what were some of your ways of trying to inspire attraction with this, this girl? Whitney, yeah. Uh, I'll start by qualifying myself. When I used to, when uh, I would go out on a date in the past, I would say maybe 20% wanted to go out again. When I go, wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, weird, weird. Mm -hmm. When I That's go not out, a good on statistic. I no, I tracked. It's 21% exactly. Mm, wow. No, I'm kidding. We're gonna have to work on that. <laughs> When I go out on a date now, most girls will say, I would like to go out on another. That's just my mm -hmm. experience. Because, Crystalline, I sucked at building, and sorry if I'm yelling. That's I, okay. It doesn't I, sound I, like you're yelling. Why am I yelling? Calm down, Wes. <laughs> my chemistry building was horrible. Uh, but I've read about it. You know, you're, you may not like this. Before I tell you the three or four things that I do to build chemistry, I read the game. You know the game. Yes. Now, yeah. wow. that black book. That black, black book. book looks like yes. the Bible. Yes. That was, I did a, a. That was one of many, but there's actually yes, some. I read it too. Ah, okay, I'm gonna have to buy that book. Go ahead. Sorry. It actually gives some good points. So um, I had. It sounds like somebody's taking a bath, but I'm going to move on. What's going on there? Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and Casey's staring at me. Casey's attractive. All right. <laughs> um, let, let's talk about uh, one, one thing is um, make fun of them in a lighthearted way uh, to build chemistry. Now, if, if you see my video of the date with – I do this – naturally now. I didn't do this growing up or I never had this skill but uh, she talked about going to some sort of concert and immediately uh, I pounced on her. Right? I was like, concert? oh you mean the concert where you sit out and there's casual sex and there's drugs and you pee where you're standing up? And she goes, it's not like that and she like gives me a ni nice little nudge and push. Um, mm -hmm. that, that builds uh, uh, but kind of busting their chops, you know. You know. You know the the guy who busts more people's chops than anybody I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. George what? Clooney. It's light-hearted, kind of poking fun at the other person from yeah. a place of love. Yeah. Uh, another time I did it to her was um, uh, at, she was talking about looking what she looks for in a guy, and I looked right at her and I said, 
I'm sure you'll find that and walked out of frame. Like, I it, saw I saw you do that. <laughs> I saw you do that. I thought that was. <laughs> and she's kind of like in her mind, oh you jerk, but right. I like. Yes, exactly. Like I mean, just just like a whole teasing thing, like. You know, it's like maybe if you play your cards right, I'll let you kiss you later. You know, on the cheek. And if you're really good, maybe I'll kiss you on the lips. I'll let you kiss me. You know what I mean? And so you build that tension, and you're like, hmm, you know. Crystal, there's a there's I got four techniques. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. ready. Okay, everybody, be quiet. He's got four techniques for building attraction. Mm -hmm. So you guys need to be listening to this. This is a thing I use all the time. And it's all... Okay, what is that? <laughs> I think you actually have a mute function where you can mute other folks, but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I I, oh. I am. I'm actually muting them now. Okay. Um. It's called Cocky Funny. Have you heard of it? I have not heard of co Cocky Funny. Okay, so Cocky Funny um, is where you're funny, but it's kind of... I'm. Uh, where did my note go? I wrote this down. Um, okay, uh, where I'm funny, but I'm kind of being cocky at the same time, and I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Uh, my friend Ronnie stops by, just randomly, this friend of mine stopped by on the date because he knew I was in town, and I, and I went up and talked to Ronnie, and I said, Ronnie, I said, you know, what do you think about her? And I said, look, I'm concerned because I'm afraid she might just fall in love with me and start blowing me up, you know, uh, on my phone and all of that. And he <laughs> laughed, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fall in love with you, like, off camera. And it's all a joke, but yet it's kind of all conversation in the affirmative. Yeah, it's like I'm joking, but you know I could be convinced. At the end of the date, I said, "So what now?" I said, "I guess we're just gonna have to move in together." And she goes, "Oh yeah, I guess we're just gonna move in together." Um, it's it it so if you can look, I had to force myself to say things like that um, um, <laughs> when I started when I started dating and kind of testing with women. But if you can say kind of a cocky, funny thing, and mm -hmm. and it, it it really does build chemistry. Period. It does. I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the women some 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 tips too. You know what's crazy is that we're actually outnumbered in this Google chat. It's like mostly men here, but like so for the 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 two women, Kimmy. I think you're the only one. <laughs> Kimmy, Kimmy, and um and 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 Gabby here. Here's here's a. Here's a trick. Go out with your girlfriends. Go out with your girlfriends and like give the guy that you're interested in a text like at some really crazy time of night, 9 or 10 o'clock at night, and say, oh, I'm having such a great time with my girls and we just did, you know, we just, you know, had margaritas or whatever and there's a guy dancing on the table. You should come. Hmm. You should come and join us. And it's so outrageous because, you know, it's like, you know, maybe it's 10 or 11 o'clock at night and it's like maybe not possible. But what it does is he's saying, well, I can't come now, but maybe another time, you know. And he's like, okay, well, then let's, 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 let's talk about another time that maybe you can join me for something like that. 
So it's just like a little flirt type of thing, and, you know, you still leave it in the guy's court. Because I think, I'm, I personally believe that, um, I personally believe that m most men want to be in control of where the flirtation and the relationship goes. Whether it's right or wrong, I really do feel like men, most men, want to feel like it was their idea. Like, okay, so I have so many men on this call right now. So I need to ask you, because I'm at an enviable situation right now where I've got all of these men. How do you feel about a woman making the first move? How does that make you feel? I like it. I It helps, it helps me out a lot. Ah, okay. And Oliver says it's a-okay, not a problem. Um, if I get a text like that, I ask her, where are you and how quick can I get there? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So you know, I mean, maybe guys like that, but can they really take a woman seriously if... Yeah, you know, because men are hunters. Will you really seriously take that woman seriously and want to actually be in a relation? You know, continue on it, be a serious relationship, or would it just you know stroke your ego? Right, exactly. Like I mean, that's my concern because I'm thinking like when I was single, that never worked for me. So, but I want to keep an open mind because maybe I did it wrong. You know, I don't have all of the answers, but like. I just felt like men wanted to hunt. They wanted to feel like they were catching me versus me wrangling them. Mm -hmm. And that they felt some kind of way about a woman taking charge. And then, not only that, but like once you take the lead, it felt like you had to take the lead through the whole relationship. Like he could never just be like, okay, I'm... I'm going to handle this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, for me, that's totally sexy. Like, if a guy says, pack a bag, because we're going here, and don't worry about where it, where it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, to me, I'm like, ooh, you know what I mean? But, you know, how, how does that translate if you were the one who set the tone? If you were the one who had the the initial masculine energy because the the person who makes that connection romantically is usually the person who has the masculine energy and does the does do those ener energies switch I hope so <laughs> Michael says some of uh, this sounds familiar grew up with parents Oliver says grew up with parents that had reverse roles from the 50s Ozzy and Harriet I would love for a woman to make the first move, so it can work traditionally as well as reverse. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put the 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 focus on Wes because Wes, we had a conversation about this. Remember? Uh, which we had a conversation about a girl who, like, after we did our live Google chat, who was like, "Let's go, let's make it happen, let's do it." And you were like, whoa. 
you're right. Okay, here's what comes to my mind. We talked about an end game, and and maybe on my date, Whitney might have sensed a, a little bit of an end game, right? Like I wanted her as opposed to the date, and then I'm gonna. Uh, it, I, there was a little bit of neediness that I exuded. And so if a girl invites me out and she needs a response, um, that's a little bit of a uh, – I can feel pressure to respond. And then if I don't, I'll stay away from her uh, because I feel guilty about not responding. Mm -hmm. uh, now, the way you structured your message, Crystalyn, was I'm going to have – I'm out having fun. You can come and join me. Either way, it's cool. Like that was a very – came from a place of power, no end game, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And that is a turn on to me. Mm -hmm. However, if a girl is uh, conversely like, uh, you know, it, would you like to come? Yes or no, right now. <laughs> like, I need a response, and I need you to come, or my night's going to be ruined. Suddenly, I feel pressure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you, because you no longer feel like you're in control. Like you're a traditional guy. I can tell that. I can tell that you're the kind of guy who wants to be, you know, in control and sort of guide the way that the, the relationship goes. And you also like a chase. You want somebody who's a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's natural. You know, nowadays, as I would honestly label myself a masculine guy, I, I do like that. Um, no, it was not always that way, though. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly... I love masculine men. There's just no way I could just be like, you know, be with a guy who's just like, whatever you want. No, I want a guy who's like, he doesn't have to be a caveman, but I want somebody who's like a man. I feel like you're talking about me right now, Crystalline. Really? Mm. No, I, I'm playing. I'm playing. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So now, actually, we're we're we're, we're over time, but I wanna get into the last part of this conversation. It's actually gone by really fast. I love these hangouts so much. Are they not just the funnest thing? Like, I, could have, I could have a bad day. And sometimes, you guys, I do have bad days. And, you make you know, my day good. And, and, like, I'm really sensitive, and sometimes, like, things happen, and I get my feelings hurt or whatever. I do these Google Hangouts, and it makes me feel so much better. So same here. These are these these chats are are just as special to me as they are to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> not gonna cry because I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um. Okay. So here is the. I'm gonna just read the letter because I told I told this this woman this young woman that I would read this letter and I would give her a response. On this, um, on this, on this talk. Um, hello, Crystalline. I don't quite know how to start this message other than to jump right in. I've dated and had relationships with black men, dark men, the lighter skin, red men, still black but light most of my life. I don't. I I know I'm attracted to black men, but I can't help that I'm even more attracted to white guys. And for this, I feel horrible. Partly because I feel as if I am discriminating against my own people. Also because some friends of mine frown upon dating and liking white men. Once I was making a joke and pretended that, hey, I'll date a white guy, 
and the backlash, sorry, blacklash I received still has me reeling to this day. So I've hid my secret love of white guys like some dirty, deep, dark secret when it's not, when it shouldn't be. If I had to really think about it, I guess you could say my fascination started back when I was a child and I'd listen to Brian Adams, Richard Marks, Bon Jovi, etc. on the radio. Yes, I love the 80s. Fast forward to some years later when we actually could have afforded a television and I discovered they were white. From then on, my fascination grew and grew and now I can't help it any longer. I also, it also doesn't help that as a plus-size black woman, the white guys pay more attention, flirt, and show way more interest in me than men of my own race. In no way am I ready to date black men, white, or anyone else now. I'm on a path of self-discovery and fitness, and I'm not ready to put myself out there like that. It's just that on this path, I want to change my way of thinking and fully convince myself that it's okay to be more attracted to a man that is white that over one that is not black, is it? I mean, it's so, it's so sad to me that there's people out there who are really struggling with this issue. Like, they really feel like there's something evil or wrong with them because they have this preference mm -hmm. and um, so I want to say to the person who wrote me because I told her that I would give her an answer you're absolutely there's nothing wrong with you you know you you have positive you have positive experiences that you've associated with a certain type of, of person who looks a certain way and that's okay. I think that that's really what all of our preferences are. I mean, there's there's like a ton of people here on this on this call right now, and all of you are here because you have preferences, and they're not necessarily preferences that you have that are within your own race. And you guys have all been um, reconciled with that, and you've all been sort of okay with that, right? Like, you, yes. you're not tormented by it because you've created a community. Like, Beyond Black and White is really a great community where you can meet like-minded people. And, you know, I know people who have um, been part of this community and met people, you know, through, the, through whatever channels. So um, it's okay. I, we're all human. We're all one race. We're human. So it's like... But I do understand her dilemma because there's a lot of guilt and social consequences that are sometimes put upon black women who make it known that they prefer somebody who's not black. It's also it's seen as like a slap in the face. Like black men are supposed to be the pinnacle of all things wonderful, masculine, sexual, everything. And... It's like, what? You don't want a black man? What's wrong with you? There's a few black women on this call. Can, Can I make a comment, too? That? Yes. Oh, what I want to say to the young lady is you cannot live your life to make other people happy. You, um, We only have one life to live. Live it to the fullest and do what makes you happy. It's okay for you to have a preference. 
we're all different, so we're all going to want different things. And nobody else has to be okay with it. It's Absolutely. none of their business. Absolutely. And um, But I feel like, you know, being a black woman and having felt like at one point having to answer for, you know, why I was dating somebody who wasn't black, there is a pressure. You feel like you have to explain. And um, the people who mean something to you kind of want to force you to explain. But I do have this question. Do the white guys here who have preferences for black women, has anyone forced you to explain your preference? I used to, but not anymore. Ah, I know, because you said that your father, um, who is, what, Hispanic? Yes. And married a white woman, felt like he needed to discourage you from dating interracially, even though he did the same thing. Um, he, was, he was just afraid for me, and I understand it for this time. I thought it was in a bad way, but no, it's he's he just didn't want to go what he went through. Right. How about you guys? Wes, you grew up in Tennessee, of all places. I'm fascinated by... Like, did you? When did you realize you had a preference? And your parents seem so nice. I mean, when I saw them on the date, your dad—he's so cute too. Like, I could totally see where you get your looks from. Yeah, you my, so my dad's funny. Nice family. Like, honestly, who's ever watching this right now? If you guys are looking at Wes as like a potential, like you're looking at him, like, hmm, maybe I want to date this guy. I give a thumbs up. This guy comes with a really nice family, and that usually is a very good indication of the type of man that um, a guy is. He comes from a really nice family. There's lots of love. He's going to be a great guy. So I just gave you that endorsement, Wes. That, that's very sweet of you. I, you what's coming to mind, uh, Chris Glenn, is I interviewed a guy a friend of mine who's polyamorous, which apparently means many loves, I learned. A lot of people don't like this guy, especially women. However, he said a lot of things that I really enjoyed. And he said, look, Wes, I get to put whatever I want on my menu. That, and he goes, uh, and, and, if, and if you're not interested, that's okay. And when you talk about uh, preferences, uh, yeah, I, I don't think uh, any... You know, it's interesting you say this to me because I didn't know black women felt that pressure to explain or would, would get a black lash. But I do find that people care more why I do something than what I do. And since I started my channel, uh, people have said, what's the deal with your black women? When did you know? And I, and I, uh, I remember there was a group of black girls in high school, mostly white, and I just remember being curious. Uh, in high school, looking back, I didn't know it at the time. And Same then, here. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I have found for me that I've dealt with so much rejection or, or perceived rejection that um, black women seem to be a little more open uh, to my goofy, uh, odd, peculiar ways. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and for that, I've... I've um, in addition to just uh, being attracted uh, and curious, I found maybe more acceptance growing up from black women. 
You know, it's funny. Um, Oliver, who's um, who's texting right now, he's getting, they entered the dating tool and by date. So Oliver, I know, had kind of an awkward dating experience as well, and he was on a blind date and met an African woman, and they they fell in love, and he wasn't even like thinking black woman, but yeah. they just meshed, and you know. Um, it, 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 it worked out. And so with Jeff, Jeff, I want to give Jeff, use Jeff as an example. Jeff, who is getting married, who I'm very excited. We're going to go on this like Vegas adventure together. And he's going to get married to the love of his life. Woohoo! And um, but Jeff is divorced. He, you know, he came from an era where. There was a tremendous amount of pressure to, um, to, to date within your race. Mm. And so he, you know, got married and had children with a, with a woman who he was supposed to be with. And um, that, um, that obviously ended, but then he realized that... He was really attracted to black women, and um, I find that fascinating because he finally felt brave enough to, you know, pursue what what you wanted, Jeff. Uh, yeah. First of all, did you just call me old by saying like the era I grew up in, <laughs> Jeff? We old, honey. Yeah. I'm, you're older than me, and I'm old. So I'm I'm on I'm on the wrong side of the fifty number. Well, I'll be 50 <laughs> next month. So. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Yes, yeah, she does. That's my my Tony. She's here with me. But um. Oh, hi, Tony. You guys are so cute. Um. But so you so you did everything that you thought society and your you know people around you said that that's what you were supposed to do, yes. and then you said, "I'm I'm gonna do what's best for me." So what was it that made you say, "Okay, you know this is what I'm gonna do"? Um, you know I I don't know I just I just decided that I wanted to. Finally, pursue my interests, and I mean, I certainly had some worry about how my kids would would take that. And um, I was very lucky. They, you know, when we talk about it, um, you have to explain to anyone. I even even my kids didn't really question it or, or ask me. They were very supportive of of the choices I was making. So, and and you have an you have an older son yes. who's very handsome. You're trying to like hook him up with my daughter. And he's still available, so uh, just throwing that out there. No, um, yeah, he just he just turned eighteen on Christmas Day, mm -hmm. and uh, my daughter's twenty two. Mm -hmm. so my kids are both, you know, older, and and again, they were they've been very, um, very supportive of my choice, and um, you know, they 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 love Tony to death. So it's just it's it's good. Now, do you think that this, if you had, if he had been born at a different time, that um, Tony would have been the first choice as opposed to, you know, now I feel a little bit more comfortable and I feel like society has changed for I, so that I can feel free to, to, to be who I, who I want to be with? 
Um, you know, part part of that depends on where I actually lived, and you know, again, where it may not have been as as accepted. Um, like Tony just said, yeah, if you'd lived in Ann Arbor, I talk about Ann Arbor all the time, but this it's it's like we're living in the bubble here. Um, mm-hmm. it's funny we don't get to look anywhere. Right, Michigan, I mean that that you're in a in a university town, and that's what I talked yeah. about in my book, Unswirling. That if yeah. you live in places where there's like a military base, or if there's a um a, a university, they're just people, you know, they think more progressively. Yes. So I mean, ten years ago, if I if I had done this and you know where I lived in just kind of general metro Detroit, no, I I, I think I, I I don't think I would have been brave enough to to pursue those interests. Where um to be in a very accepting area, if I had lived here, um maybe I would. You know, she talks all the time about that. It just doesn't occur to people that when you see a mixed couple that there's you know. To even get to look, it just doesn't occur to anyone right. that there's an issue. No one right. has time with that, right? So right. Um, but you know what's what's funny is that since I started this new YouTube channel, I get a lot of like it's crazy. A lot of men who are like, I always thought black women were pretty, but I didn't think they were into me. And thanks to your channel and thanks for what you're doing, that um, now I I look at them. I look at this differently. I I look at these women as uh, you know possible partners and I love seeing um, people who are in these relationships because I never fathomed it so I think that it's really important that um, we are building these communities that people can see other people doing these things and so it's it's easier for them to see it maybe see maybe themselves in those situations do you know what the very first place that I found when I decided to start pursuing my real interest was? What? Beyond, beyond black and white. Yay! <laughs> True story. I'm so happy. <laughs> you guys, you have no idea. Like, that makes my, not my day, not my month, not my year, but my life. Like, that makes me, I feel like that's my ticket to heaven. Because I'm bringing people together and, um... I'm making, I'm helping people to be brave, and that just, that makes me so happy. You guys have no idea. You are, Crystal, and I tell you that all the time, but you are. I know. You, you are. I know. You already know my story. Okay, you guys are going to make me cry. Well, you know my story, Crystal. Remember I told you I was, I was tired of being rejected, so I took a year and a half off approaching women entirely. I let them come to me. And then I, I just had a vision of this this past year on my horoscope saying, this is your year of 2014. Look for love. Look for anything you come across. So I'm like, okay, but I need some help. I need proper help. And I found your Google, your Google group. Aw. Well, that makes me so happy. So I want to say Casey also reached out to me. He wrote me. And I just want to give him a shout out. Thank you for joining us. And he also joined our forum, which I was really happy. Um, the forum, I'm really trying to build um, the community so that um, you know people can like not <laughs> so, so so you can sort of you know create your profile. You can private message. You can instant message. You can create albums. We can build our own community, and it's just us. So and this is the only place on the web 
that exist for black women who are interested in dating interracially and for the men who love them. So um, thank you, Casey, for joining the forum. And I want and I know that all of you guys have also most of you guys have joined the forum. So um, thank you. And um, I'm going to conclude this discussion. It's gone by so fast, but I think we hit all of the major points except New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to start from left to right. I want to hear them. Casey, do you want to tell us what your New Year's resolution is? He may be muted as well. Okay. Let me see. How do I, how do I unmute, Wes? Uh, there should be a little uh, yeah. arrow on his profile where you can click. Okay. He's not muted anymore. Okay. Casey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can. Oh, okay. I didn't make one. You didn't? No. Oh, okay. So you're one of those people that's like, I don't make New Year's resolutions. No, it's uh, more or less I hate making rules and then breaking them. Okay. All right. I'm going to let you off. Daniel, what's your New Year's resolution? Doing better in class. Uh, you better. To. I'm going to have to go there and go down to Louisiana and uh, spank you if you don't. I, I would just prefer you just come and see me because I would love to see you. <laughs> I, was, I was saying, one, doing better in class than I did this year, I did pass. Two, uh, successfully meet up with a girl I am with any women on, on, on with online dating. And three, just uh, doing better in my training jujitsu and winning our belt. All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be monitor, monitoring your 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 progress, Gabby. Are you there, sweetheart? Gabby, are you there? You probably just gone. Um, Hello. Jeff, what's Hello? your New Year's resolution? Oh, Gabby, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, good. Um, I don't think I have one this year. What? <laughs> I, have, I haven't had a chance to think about it. It's the first day of the year. This is the perfect time. I know. I know I've been working so much. Um, gosh, probably the usual. Go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the gym. I have a membership I'm paying for and I never use. See, you got to you got to do it. I committed I last year. I committed last year to go um, to exercise twice a week, and I I stayed with that, and it transformed my body. I you look great. Thank you. I I do yoga for an hour and a half twice um, twice a week, and it has transformed my body. So I now my resolution is to up it to three times a week. So wow. by I the time I go to Las Vegas, I, I may be in a thong. I'm just oh. warning you. <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm going. I'm going to go to Vegas, so that's my goal. That's, yes! Um, Woo! All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, beyond that, I suppose I should probably, um, I started paleo, and I good. jumped off the wagon, so I've got to get back on that again. I like it, actually. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's once, good. You, once you realize, I mean, once you get the, you know, the, 
the way that it works, it's really easy. I mean, I've done paleo for, you know, going on my second year, and it's just been so much easier. I have so much more energy. I feel great. I, I mean, I got, I, I still get carded at the grocery store. I'm like what twice is? over the legal age, you guys. I'm 42, but I still oh, get uh, carded. I still I'm get carded it. for um, alcohol. So, we'll see each other in Vegas. Definitely. Okay, uh, Jeff, you're up next. What is your resolution? Wow. Um, my resolution was to, since you've gone planning this wedding and the whole thing, to be the very best maiden husband I can be to my beautiful uh, I don't think that's going to be hard. I think you're really motivated for it. So. Yep. It might be the first one in my entire lifetime I managed to uh, fulfill. So. I, I, I think you'll do great. Hey, Jeff, shout out to you. you guess what? My jiu-jitsu instructor was married in Vegas. He had Elvis wedding. Wow, he had an Elvis wedding. Yes, he was, yeah, the, the priest was Elvis. Oh, my gosh. That'll be interesting. <laughs> I want to see an Elvis wedding. I just, I want to go, if there are Elvis it's weddings. It's on YouTube. I want to see, I, no, I want to actually see one live. I can, I'll, I'll, I'll post it on the, 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 the group. Okay, thank you. I can't talk her into that one, Crystal. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Kimmy, how about you? What's your what's your resolution? Well, can you all hear me? Yes. Yes. Well, I have a few of them. Since I have a teenage daughter, one of them that's really important to me is um to and I put a video up on um Beyond Black and White too of my New Year's resolutions. But it's to get through this book. It's 64 Principles. It's called The Success Principles. Oh, and okay. so to read one of these principles a week. And um, also to, I'm, I homeschool her, so she's been learning sign language. Also to learn sign language, too. Wow, that's great. So, yeah. You're a proud wow. mom. Yes. Thank awesome. you. Michael, do you have a resolution? Live life to the fullest, love harder, and enjoy life. That sounds like an easy resolution. I don't know. That's almost like too easy. But I'll let you go on that. Oh, you want the hard one? Yeah. Get on that plane Friday night. What? You get on a plane Friday night. Oh, you're going to get on a plane? <laughs> Where? Hmm. <laughs> Wait till next week. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Somebody's giggling. There's, a, there's something going on. Michael. There's a secret. It was a secret. What? Wait. <laughs> Gabby, is that you? Wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Shut up now. Is, are two people on this chat getting on a plane to meet each other? Yay. Nothing to do with me. It has what? nothing to do with me. It has absolutely nothing to do with me. I just, Michael, you talk too much. Oh! oh. oh. Wait! Wait! Something's happening. Okay. Somebody, you have to fess up now. Y'all gonna have to tell Mama something. What's going on? What's the secret? <laughs> Michael, who are you Congrats, you too. 
Say, where's the mute button? Y'all are so okay. Funny. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna release you from being on the spot. But I have to tell you another reason why I love Beyond Black and White so much is that these communities that we create are literally. Um, bringing people together and bringing couples together and people are meeting and connecting and forming relationships and it's awesome. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but if that's what's happening, then you have my approval. <laughs> he put himself on mute. <laughs> he did. <laughs> okay, Oliver. Hi, Oliver. Can you hear me? Can you, oh wait, you don't have a you don't have a um, you don't have a mic, do you? So I'm gonna skip you. Oh, he is. Oliver says he wants to lose 15 or 20 pounds, rehike at least 200 miles, and at this year take the wife on more dates. That I love. I love that. Oh. Truth teller. Hello. How are you? Hello. Truth teller. Are you there? Good job, Oliver. Okay, can you hear me? I guess he can't hear me. So, Wes, I'm gonna go to you. What? What's your What's your resolutions? I know you're very goal. Oh, Truth Teller says happy wife is a happy life. So his, I guess his his um, um, resolution is to have a happy wife. I like that. Well How about done, Truth I have to first say, Michael, I saw an intensity while I was watching you tune into this hangout, and I'm so happy that you're getting on this plane, I think. All right. Uh, <laughs> you're getting on a plane. He's muted himself. All right. <laughs> he talks too much. Where's Kimmy at? Wait. So, Kimmy? Michael? Yes, ma'am. Is, is it Kimmy and Michael that are get Michael? Gibby, did Gibby say that? <laughs> I did. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, didn't say, I didn't say. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say anything. I did not say anything. Like a cliffhanger. Oh my God. I said nothing. I just asked if Kimmy was there. That's all I asked. Oh. I'm here. Here I am. Hello, Kimmy. It's nice to see you. You need to be on more of your hangouts. I think that this year, because we talked about you need to roll of your dreams this year, I think that if you do more of these hangouts, Ooh. I mean, gosh, couples Ooh. are happening everywhere. I, I Just let me know when and where I'm in. And... <laughs> My my resolutions are guess what I got two. Okay. Clarity. I've got a couple different directions I can head, and I'm looking just for clarity and internal peace. All right, and I'm taking action. And then, paleo diet will start this year. Ah, okay. I'm willing to I'm I'm willing to help you out with that, Wes. Okay, I I it's time. Yep. You're in pretty good shape, but I think with paleo, you'll just be, you know, all the way there. I was looking at myself naked before this hangout, and I thought it can we can improve. 
We can improve. That's right. I think everybody... As I was doing can... nude pull-ups, I thought, we're good, we can do this. <laughs> too much information. Awesome. Too much information. They're going to be YouTube pull-ups. I just enjoy make. If I can make one person uncomfortable a day, I've done my job. You succeeded. <laughs> okay, so we've had two revelations in this chat, which is pretty amazing. Michael is seeing somebody on this talk right now on Friday. He's <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> and 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 Jeff, we already know he's getting married. We you know we talked about that. We we know that Vegas is happening. Wes does nude pull-ups. <laughs> and, I, and I just started dating online. And Daniel started dating online. Okay, so here is my resolution. Are you guys ready? Yes. My resolution is to do more of the same. Um, so everything that I'm doing, I want to do more. And I also just want to be more um, careful with with my heart. Um, you know, what I do requires a lot of openness and a lot of um, giving of myself. And um, sometimes people, you know, who I let in, they hurt me. And so I think that um, going into 2015, I need to be a little bit more, you know, guarding of of my feelings and my heart because um, I have had my heart broken. Like I have had my heart be so full by, you know, the you know these communities and love you. Um, what you guys have, you know, brought to my life, but. Um, Sometimes that openness that um, that I give requires for me to be vulnerable and for people to hurt me. So my goal is to try to do what I do, but in a way that I can protect myself better. Yes. Does that make sense? I yes. know Jeff knows what I'm talking about because... Yes. He knows. So. You changed my life dramatically too. You made me get make it to 2015. So. Um. So that's my resolution. <laughs> um. So you guys, thank you so much for um joining me. It was so amazing, and um. You guys are awesome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Love New you. Year's. Happy New Year, Love Kristen. You Thank you. Love you too. <laughs> Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. And Happy good luck. New Year. Good luck, Michael. And Wes, I'm hoping that I'll see you sometime this weekend. Looking forward to it, Kristen. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.